1: Alright chickens, uh, welcome to our recap of Time Fracture Um, If you are thinking of heading in to see it, I'm sure there will be spoilers uh, So maybe skip it Um, Also, it's probably going to be rude in places Because I think Matt and Peter are having a fight to see Who can make me say the dirtiest things uh, that I then have to cut out Um, So, if you want an unedited version, patreon.com forward slash Adam Richard is your go-to place Uh, So Time Fracture is the immersive theatre thing. It's a new thing they're doing a bit all over London. Like, there's doing a Judge Dredd one. Um, There is an ABBA one in uh, in, uh, Sweden. So, there's a Greek restaurant in Sweden. And you go there and it's like you're in the musical Mamma Mia. Um, Anyway, this is a thing that they're doing. So, it's kind of like, I think more involved than just sitting in a chair watching the theatre. So here is Matt's recap of Time Fracture. Uh, He says, Now I'm no stranger to the dodgy back streets of London, but on this rare occasion my destination wasn't somewhere morally or socially unacceptable. Today my mate John and I were veering off Oxford Street together and it wasn't long until we started seeing ominous signs directing us to the unit location of the Time Fracture. Time Fracture is the all-singing, all-dancing interactive adventure from Immersive Everywhere. Currently located in London, it's also the final chapter in the Time Lord Victoria storyline that we've all slogged through for months without any idea how it all links up together or whether it fits into one cohesive whole. It doesn't. Um, Well, it's certainly a cohesive whole. (laughs) Now, Matt, so Matt has done a funny joke here, which is great. When you see it written down, but I have to explain it to you. So, cohesive whole, W H O L E. And then he said, well, it's certainly a cohesive whole, H O L E. So, yeah, that's me explaining. Puns for you, um, Matt goes on. The only thing you do know is that you've spent loads of money on it, and it's ended up like a jigsaw of a Cubist painting that's impossible to fit together. Oh man, Peter loves a jigsaw. Let's send him a Cubist jigsaw; it'll drive him crazy. I nearly bought him a five thousand piece jigsaw once. That was just grayscale transition from like black to white. <laughs> it's just that's all it was. He would have murdered me. <laughs> My favorite jigsaw I ever sent Peter was um, you get there's this place that you can make jigsaws, uh, you just send them a picture. And I sent him a picture of Deirdre Barlow from Coronation Street in jail, uh, the infamous Free the Weatherfield one, uh, front cover from the Sun <laughs> newspaper. Um, anyway, uh, oh my god, with all my sidetracks, this recap of Time Fracture will go for four days. Um, well, I four days, probably 12. Um, (laughs) Anyway, uh, Matt goes on On arriving, one thing strikes you If you're in a plain t-shirt and jeans You're the one who looks out of place and doesn't fit in In the already formed queue were 5th, 7th and ninth Doctor cosplayers And one who appeared to be trying to wear an element of every Doctor's costume I couldn't identify anything from the 13th So I assumed he was in some particularly lacy knickers For that element of the Doctor's heritage <laughs> If you're an uber nerd, you'll feel very much at home if you're an Uber nerd with neuroses, you'll feel at home and be fighting with your demons, wishing you'd worn your fourth Dr. Scarf or something to join in. Uh, various other sympathetic friends and family accompanied these people, clearly because Who fans aren't known for having vast circles of friends and had had to drag vaguely willing acquaintances along with them in order to attend. Hence, John being with me. Also in our group was Joseph. Joseph was a delightful young man, very keen to say hello to each and every person who arrived and asked them about how much of a fan of Dr to who they were. Joseph volunteered an apology to everyone as he introduced himself, explaining that he was autistic. Everyone loved Joseph. (laughs) Oh, bless. Um, At this point, a warning to anyone thinking of attending, do not buy the drinks vouchers. It's the equivalent of the Itchy and Scratchy Land episode of The Simpsons, where Homer buys Itchy and Scratchy Dollars at the entrance, only to walk in and see a myriad of signs saying, we don't accept Itchy and Scratchy Dollars. John wasn't aware of this and £20 was spent never to be seen again. Uh, then we were let in to the coat check. <laughs> to be fair, you're in the world of Time Fracture from the very first moment, but it's still very much a holding area, somewhere different to queue. The coat check is essentially a waiting room where you can dump your coats and bags, but there's all sorts of elements around, uh, from hello, sweetie, graffiti, to familiar props and references. Uh, You're basically left to mill about and look at the big ominous doors behind which adventure clearly lies. Eventually, a man in a white scientist's coat bursts through the doors and does a small intro about what's coming up. There are three small alcoves off this waiting room, and he apportions us all with a mini-task to carry out whilst waiting for the main adventure to be ready. These mini-tasks involve reading through files on a PC screen or looking through old paperwork in lever arch files. This is the first of many examples of filler that we'll come across throughout Time Fracture, but by no means the worst. Oh dear. You're very forgiving at this stage. It's clear you've not yet begun. It's also at this point your fellow adventurers' personalities start to reveal themselves and you find out just who you're spending the next few hours of your time with. The Seventh and Ninth Doctors and their groups were slowly warming up. The Fifth Doctor clearly had lost a grasp on reality and thought he was the Fifth Doctor, bouncing around and very much in control of his Tegan and Nyssa. Mum and, well, I want to say girlfriend, but let's be realistic, more likely sister. (laughs) And Joseph. Uh, Well, Joseph was already having the time of his life with a grin so big that I was worried our fifth doctor would be convinced it was the crack in the wall from Amy's bedroom and try to open it with his sonic. Oh, Joseph. I love Joseph. Um, And then it begins. Sort of. (laughs) It's a bit more briefing, uh, bringing us up to date with the story so far and where we fit into it. We're ushered into a room and, because of COVID, instructed to stand on the X marks on the floor. The TV fires into life and we're being debriefed by Dr. Bernie from Holby City, also known as Kate Stewart of Unit fame. Um, Oh, by the way, Matt loves uh, Casualty and Holby City. Like, he's absolutely obsessed with those shows. Um, He keeps, like, about once a month, he goes, do you watch Casualty? I'm like, no, I don't. I watched it when it first started, when I lived in the UK, like the very late 80s, early 90s. Um, Anyway, (laughs) when I also watched London's Burning. That was my other favourite show back then. Um uh so Kate Stewart is giving them a briefing a weapon has destroyed a small chunk of London god knows i hope it's westminster <laughs> And opened up a time fracture. Oh, they've said the title of the show. Exciting. Uh, Now we, a bunch of poorly dressed cosplayers and their reluctant carers, are tasked with putting things right and saving the world. Not since Bojo and ScoMo were elected into power, was such an important task left in the hands of less suitable people. (laughs) I mean, our fifth Doctor couldn't even match the right TV season's trousers with the right TV season's jumper. I mean... Matthew, your pedantry is is getting out of control. Um, Kate has clearly run out of disposable unit soldiers and is now enlisting the general public. It's Doctor Who's version of Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol. Oh my God, this is great. Um, From the briefing room, we're flung headfirst into the main control laboratory of unit, a large room surrounded by monitor screens and dominated by a central unit of more displays and panels. More white-coated scientists are running around, the screens on the walls showing details of more examples of the time fracture spreading, making much use of the Doctor Who episode footage from Aliens in London to Army of Ghosts. Um, And the whole place is very much in chaos. The actors... Sorry, scientists... (laughs) grab people at random and drag them to various places around the room I was very pleased at this point when the very attractive Dr. Ben grabbed me but sadly not in the way that would have given me valid cause to make a complaint Uh, he garbled something about research, shoved us at a panel and told us to get on with it whilst he ran off to grab more punters I mean adventurers (laughs) occasionally sirens would sound and lights would flash which meant some kind of fracture event was happening and we all had to grab hold of something for 10 seconds whilst um, uh, pretty much nothing happened. Uh, Very soon after, everything went back to the manic scientists running and grabbing as though Me Too had never been a thing. Uh, This went on for a good 25 minutes, massively eating into the runtime for the whole immersive experience. The tasks, in inverted commas, we were given had no goal. They had no real purpose, and so eventually you sort of just slunk off to find somewhere to sit, wait for the next stage of the adventure to begin, and rate the various actors out of 10 for attractiveness. (laughs) I don't think that was part of the job. I think Matt was doing that on his own. (laughs) Uh, The other adventurers in the group appeared to be reaching the same level of anticipation for things to move on. There was one puzzle at one end of the room ahead of two doors that seemed to be reserved for kids and involved putting some plates into some big frames that surrounded the doors. Again, really inconsequential and nothing that had any real impact on anything that was going on. There is all the time, somewhat incongruously, a bar sitting in the corner of the lab, which is the only place, unbeknownst to us, that you can spend your drinks vouchers. But we've only just started. It's too early to take a break and sit down for a drink. We're still lively and wanting to get involved. If only there was something to get involved in. Oh, all right. We will continue Matt's time fracture recap in the next episode.